Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this Thursday morning. Thanks to MC and Missile for setting the stage this morning. I'll be working with Michael Carrianis tomorrow, uh, filling in for Brecky. Uh, don't forget, too, Morning Glory is back in this slot tomorrow. So the return of Matty Johns and the crew from 9am. So some scores to settle with MC tomorrow morning, I reckon. Cloudy tops of 25 across the city today, 26 in the west. You've got us on SEN 11.70am in Sydney and wherever you tuned in on the SEN app. Now, here's the number you need this morning. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Yes, we'll talk sport. Yes, we'll have the great guests. Some of the biggest names in sport, including Ricky Ponting's going to join us. Sam Verrills from the Gold Coast Titans will be along. Ben Graham will catch up with Benny, who's in Las Vegas. So Wednesday afternoon over there. And Ben is there, of course, for the SEN call with Jared Waitley, of Super Bowl 58. Jaleesa Apps will have the latest in rugby league and Chris Nelson with our race tips for the weekend. So, of course, we're going to talk sport. Of course, we're going to call, uh, cover all of the issues in front of us and we want your opinions. But this is a historic day on this program and at this network because 2AM Tommy is having his farewell. This is it, folks. This is the last day of 2am Tommy, two phones Tommy, two cents Tommy, whatever you want to call Tommy, now's the time to do it. Now, we're a loving, caring, sharing environment here, Coach K. Are we not? I would agree. Yes. However, <laughs> this is sport, folks, and it's time to time to take aim, I reckon, at 2am. But look, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line number today. If you want to pick up the phone, he's in the studio. So if you want to pick up the phone and have your say... Maybe you've interacted with Tommy as one of the callers because what happens is the first call that comes through, first point of call is Tom. He's the guy that picks up the phone. He's very direct. He's all business. All business, don't you reckon? Unless you want to talk the roosters and then he just turns to mush. So we'll cover that this morning. We've also got our last listener standing quiz and some good prizes, including the Signet Boost Power Bank um, for our winners, you've got to get through five questions. Today's topic, folks, Tom, you've got a whole quiz on you, which he's just found out about. You're going to get a few of these today. So we've got to get through five questions about you. So let's start with you. We've got all these big names. We're going to park all of them, including the former Australian test captain, Ricky Ponting. Wait. I said, Ricky, wait. Jaleesa, Wait. Sam Verrills, I know you've got training. Just hold the phone for a sec because we've got to start with you. How are you feeling, mate, on your last day? 
Morning, Matty, Kane, all the listeners out there. Yeah, it's good. Um, bit nervous, bit sad, bit bittersweet. Mm. Uh, been great. I mean, I'll speak about it again later, but been really fun, enjoyable three and a half years. But I'm keen and excited to finish it off with a bang today. Thank you for the somber music, Coach K. Appreciate it. Well, it's the emotional music, isn't it? Are you an emotional kind of guy? Yeah, some could say I'm emotional. I was speaking about you before about, you know, I actually have been tearing up a little bit the last few weeks. Not right. particularly because I'm leaving. leaving. Us. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But also, just some of the movies. I like to watch a lot of movies and TV shows. So right. I've actually just that. So I've been getting a bit more emotional. Maybe it's got to the fact that I am departing from Messi. Really? Yeah. So if you don't know this about Tommy, he's a rugby league fan first and foremost. Uh-huh. A Roosters fan without question. Um, to the point of just absolutely giving it, uh, giving us an aspirin ice cream headache. But the other part is you're a big movie buff. I am. I am. I am. Is that would that be outside of rugby league and sport your, your greatest mm-hmm. love? Yeah, hundred percent. Right. So what kind of movies have you been crying in? Okay, so I watched this movie a few weeks ago called Society of the Snow on mm-hmm. Netflix. It's a new release. It was about the Uruguay, Uruguayan rugby team back in the seventies who crashed um, in the Andes, and they spent seventy one days there. In the Andes. Right. And spoiler alert, some of them survive. Yeah. But the scene at the end where they get reunited with their families and they've got all the music. Oh, spoiler alert, scene at the end. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I mean, it's based on a true story. It's about 50, the story's 50 years old. Yeah. If you didn't know it, apologies. Uh, It's heartwarming and it pulled at the heartstrings. Right. So teared up in that. You teared up. Teared up in that. Were you watching it solo? Yes, I was at home. So you you had a and solo it may cry. and it may may or may not have been after a big night. So I was probably ah, in a fragile, okay. probably okay. in a fragile right. state. Okay, so so there's a couple of things here. You, you've you've done the the hangover, sort yes. of. You've gone into the emotional state there, uh-huh. and then you've watched an emotional movie. Uh-huh. Trap for young players, that one, don't you think? I mean, it's almost like watching an emotional movie when you're on a plane. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? No, I haven't. Is yeah. that a thing? I the call altitude? it alti- I call it altitude emotion. Okay. Yeah. I will dead set cry in the safety briefing sometimes. Mostly because they're so damn boring, but once you get your emotional movie up there and the altitude sort of emotion kicks in, that's where it starts to really hit. So, okay. Well, look, 1300 01 1170 mate. Um we're going to have some fun along the way today, but Look, it's a sad day for us. You've been here since the start. You and I started this show together. You've been in control of this show as the executive producer and you're moving on for a career change, which we're absolutely stoked for you about. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to throw some punches today. So be prepared. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our open line number. Send in your thoughts. Make him feel loved. Let's see if we can get some tears out of him this morning, Coach K. Um, get the get the youngins going, and we'll see if we can get some movie tears going. Michael Maguire has had his say about what kind of Blues team and squad that he wants, and saying all the right things here, I reckon that Blues fans want to hear as well, that form, not merit, will be the major consideration when selecting his team this year. I definitely am looking at the form right now, for sure. Yeah, obviously history is one thing, but I'm looking forward. Uh, we want to create it too. Uh, and I think yeah, when you're in really good form, and that's what I have learnt, yeah, sort of uh, at the international space, good form, you take that into uh, the arena and it breathes around the group. It builds, it builds a lot of confidence and belief. So uh, players that you know, I guess you guys are talking about in really good form is something there that uh, you know, I'll be aware of, you know, that they go out and they, they perform well for their teams. And you know, I want the New South Wales players to be the best within their teams. Uh, so they're coming into this arena at their best. 
It's an interesting balance, isn't it, for Madge to to play this year on the form versus merit thing because is it different when you look at the New South Wales State of Origin team or any representative team about incumbency? And does incumbency matter if you've lost the series? So that's the kind of balance. Form is form. There's no doubt about it. And form will always carry its weight into any sporting arena, I would say, but especially State of Origin. So the early signs there from Michael Maguire, that's the way that he wants to go. And that's a shot to the players. That's to say, if you're in the form, you're in the conversation. But it's the other shot too that says, you're not just here because you're here. So I reckon it's really clever from Michael Maguire, who speaks with the passion, of course, and it's an interesting way of looking at 2024. Is there a smoky, do you think, that you could throw into the Blues mix just purely based on form? Is there somebody who you reckon finished 2023 with red-hot form, rolls into 2024, starts the season going gangbusters and makes it a compelling argument to be on Michael Maguire's radar? Let us know that this morning, 0457 736 736. And that poses the question around the captain of James Tedesco, who's spoken openly about 2023. And where does that leave him? What do you do? Is there a different conversation that you have around the incumbent when the incumbent captain isn't in the kind of form that you would like him to be in? Let me know your thoughts on that. What have you made about the NRL stars having to, or being in the paper and the photos of them going to the US consulate to try and get their visas? And today there'll be um, some more players out there. Luke Brooks on the back of the paper today, Reese Walsh there, both attending the consulate. I'll speak to Jaleesa Apps about this in about half an hour's time, but it's kind of a weird one. It, it's a walk of shame almost that the game doesn't need, but it's something that you have to do. And it, it's regardless of whether you're a footy player or a, a tradie or whatever. If I was going to the US for this one, I'm not, but I would probably end up down there and having to ask or answer questions that the consulate wants to ask me. So Luke Brooks Involved in an altercation in 2017. We're now 2024. It wasn't charged at the time, but has to do that. Unfortunately, when you're Luke Brooks and it's the NRL, you have your photo taken. Reese Walsh pled guilty to drug possession over three years ago, was given a good behaviour bond, $400 fine, no conviction recorded, yet he has to plead his case. Jack White and Latrell Mitchell went through the ringer, but those charges were dropped. Um, John Sutton, Brandon Smith. I mean, it's just one of those things. And oddly enough, it's another part of this weird build-up to the Vegas trip that garners and generates interest. So I don't know if I'm Peter Volandis or Andrew Abdo. I don't. I actually don't know how I'd feel this morning seeing my players doing essentially a bit of a walk of shame. Is it a bad look for the game? Or is it just generating interest for the game? And it's something that everybody has to do if you're in that scenario. Give me your thoughts on that one. Yesterday, we had a chat with, uh, a chat with Frank Panisi, the general manager of the Melbourne Storm. And the one thing he didn't tell us, because he obviously couldn't, was that Harry Grant was going to be announced as the club captain for 2024. So we spoke to Frank yesterday morning. The announcement made a little bit later yesterday afternoon. Jerome Hughes, Cameron Munster named as his vice-captains, and then the leadership group brought it to that, has all the names you would think in it. However, Christian Welsh is not there altogether. And he was the club captain 
last year. So some big, big changes at the Melbourne Storm. Do you feel bullish about the Storm in 2024? Especially with Ryan Pappenhausen returning for that first trial game. Cameron Munster looks good. Harry Grant's now the leader of the pack. Possibly more than likely Craig Bellamy's last year in charge. You get the feeling that the Storm quite literally is brewing again. And Tom Burgess is set to depart South Sydney at the end of uh, this season. And I guess the interesting part is here, he won't be going to pair up with his brother. He's going to Huddersfield in 2025. And all going to plan, he should leave the Bunnies as the second most capped player ever. He's amassed 225 NRL games with the club to date. And of course, he can add up to 28 to that tally this year. Ricky Ponting will catch up with him a little bit later on this morning, but he's had a say about Jake Fraser-McGurk and possibly being fast-tracked into the Australian team. He reckons he's a future test star, and so do many. 21 years of age, knows how to hit a ball, no doubt about it. But the the reality of a lot of the discussion after what Jake Fraser-McGurk did in Canberra the other night was, hey, guess what? Last time we saw something like this, was David Warner, and he changed the way of thinking. Now, we've seen plenty of big hitters, all that kind of stuff. But Ricky Ponting said, Jake Fraser-McGurk is someone that can be well and truly fast-tracked through the Australian system. When we saw Warner at the start, everyone doubted whether he'd be good enough to play test cricket technically. But with the talent and the skill that Warner had, and in Ricky's opinion, Jake has got as much talent as David had coming through. The earlier they can get him into the system, the better. Get him playing. Let him work out for himself the best way to have success in all different formats. Are you willing to put Jake Fraser-McGurk on the fast train into the Australian squad, the test squad? Do you think... I had a couple of listeners saying yesterday he just swings and misses or swings and hits and then can swing and miss. Yes, but there's something that is technically behind Jake Fraser-McGurk that allows him to do that outside of that natural talent that he's got. Let me know your thoughts on that. And I'll also chat to Ricky about an interesting thing that he's raised, which was reported in the Herald this morning about possibly putting a franchise cap, a cap on the amount of games or franchise leagues that players can play in to try and stop this situation of South Africa, for instance, where they're just fielding B teams whilst they're playing in their own franchise. So franchises, T20 leagues around the world, are the number one destination for players. Why? Because that's where the money is. The cricket associations want them there. Why? Because that's where the money is. But then if we put a cap on how much they can play, does that flow back into having them in the test arena? And does it keep test match cricket alive? Or is it punishing players who are trying to earn as much money as they can? Ricky's an interesting one in this because... He's, he, when he was coming through, he was always going to have a future, as, of course, in test cricket and in white ball cricket. But what about the player who might not have a future in test cricket and who has to make his living out of white ball cricket? Does a cap serve any, any purpose in that area? We'll chat to Ricky Ponting this morning. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is my open line number. Look, it's an open line policy. Today. Well, it always is, but especially today. Tommy, we've, we've taken him out of his producer's lair. They've already started to dismantle it. I think they're extending Jimmy's office. Um, and we've 
we've plonked him right here in the studio. So if you want to have something, if you've got something that you need to say to Tommy that you've been absolutely just burning to say over the last three years, today's the day to do it on one 1170